magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I just... Remembered that I have no idea what, <laughs> what cards we picked. Last oh, week. I <laughs> that's feel like okay. this pandemic is like, you know, it really goes in waves as far as the time situation goes. I feel like for me, like for a while, it was like every day was like 12 years and then and I didn't know time and then it sort of evened out. I feel like where I was like starting to, to know time again and I'm back to not knowing time. I yeah, I don't understand time. I I feel like the weeks are just flying by. Yes, like, now I feel like it's gotten really fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It is so weird. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's so it's totally fine. I have the notes of right. what the cards were last week. So New listeners, welcome, and just to orient you, at the end of each episode we draw a card from an oracle deck. We each draw one for the week ahead for our, ourselves and our listeners. And then at the beginning of the episode, we talk about what we drew and how it related to our week. We so, try to remember our week. <laughs> we try to understand week? time. <laughs> uh, oh so um, last week, I drew practice daily, which I had drawn the previous week too, which is from my Cosmic Dancer oh, yeah. Oracle, which is about showing up and doing your spiritual work regularly or really any the cards about any kind of work but that was the message was to do you know magical hygiene regular magical work and you drew we are all good kitties like the card from the mystical cats tarot it's just like validation Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. well so how did that relate to your week yeah so i would say that actually they both related um Hopefully you can't hear Curtis the cat scratching on the scratching post. Um, but <laughs> we are okay. all good kitties. So. <laughs> um, this was an interesting week of really what I was being guided towards this week was like a real practice of steering away from old habits of um, beating myself up and into my worthiness. Like not that I beat myself up like harshly or I would just say like that I in instead of going into a pattern where I used to of like oh uh, this doesn't feel good or let's just say I got some notes on my book from somebody and they weren't even bad notes they were like really like mostly very positive (laughs) notes but in the past and I but I still felt an urge I felt a feeling from it where I was like I don't feel good about myself and like this whole thing is gonna get scrapped and I'm just gonna you know like I was being hard on myself in that way and I caught it like in the moment even and I was like oh my worth has nothing to do with this actually I am 100% worthy so now what do I want to do but I had to like keep it's almost like if you're <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna use this analogy. If you were like playing a video game or something where you had to keep like something between two lines, you know, or like driving a car and you have to stay like between a narrow path, 
Does that mm-hmm. make sense? It, that's what I had to keep doing to my emotional state. I had to keep being like, oh, we come back to you. Remember you're worthy. Oh, come back. Yeah. Here we are. Right. <laughs> worthy. And so it was, it was hard. It was like, ooh, like a little shaky. But ultimately, I think I really did it. Um, oh, good. Yeah. And definitely in terms of that situation. And then this is really silly, but. For some reason, I really get, and I shouldn't say it's silly because a lot of people get lit up around social media, but Instagram has really been bumming me out because they changed the algorithm, I think. And then also, I think I was shadow banned. And so I was, I haven't, it's just like I haven't been reaching people in the way that I want to, you know? What is shadow banned? Oh, I guess it just means like they don't take you off but they make you dark so like only the people that see you the most all the time see you and they don't show you to other to the rest of your feed essentially oh yeah so but also they changed it so i think like everybody's was for a while like wasn't being shown and i if it was again it was like a thing of like ugh what what am I even doing? Like I'm trying to like say things to get to help people and it's like not going anywhere. And uh. I was feeling like bummed about that, you know, like um and so I just had to go back again to like, oh but wait a minute. I was, I guess, without realizing it, tying it to my worth. So I my whole point of here is this is a daily practice of like, let's come back to None of this actually matters, even though, yes, I want to be like spread a nice message. If it's not happening right now or whatever, that's okay. I am worthy and like it's all okay and like coming back to center. So that was my practice this week. Oh, nice. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You remembered you were a good kitty. Yeah, I remembered I was a good kitty and I used daily practice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice. Also, my screen, by the way, it's always usually like Vaseline as, and it isn't today. Now I feel like I look clearer than you do. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the lighting's different. We're recording at a different time of day than we usually do. That's true. Okay. What about you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, the practice daily resonated more with me than the you are, we are all good kitties. You didn't know you were a good kitty? You know what? I just, like, I'm trying to think of when I beat myself up this week and I don't really remember beating myself up. So I didn't really practice. Yeah. I mean, I just guess I, I mean, yeah. Sorry, the you are a good kitty was all about just knowing you're a good kitty. You don't have to be beating yourself up to know it. Well, I didn't have to like remember the wisdom in order. Like, but I mean, you know, I guess I can. I do remember that there was a day, a weekday when I didn't work all day. I actually stopped in the middle of the day, went to the stream. I also then um, watched a show. Oh, a during show. the day on a weekday because I was like you know what I've gotten a lot of stuff done I like I just I kind of feel like resting and balancing out I mean yeah. I did do work I like it I just kind of switched it up throughout the day but that was a kind of a nice little way to let myself off the hook because I guess if there was a way I was beating myself up it would have been more like okay work and now work some yeah, more and now get yeah, more stuff done and yeah. did you is the house clean and you know that yeah, kind of thing so did you what did you watch we all want to know oh yeah well i just finished the staircase uh, the staircase this, i thought you said yeah. it was called the vow 
Oh, no, The Vow is so great. It's uh, not done yet, but it's uh, that's an HBO show. There's like one or two more episodes or maybe three. Uh, but yeah, that's on on Sundays. I love that show. But no, this is a true crime uh, show. Oh, The Staircase. Yeah, The Staircase. Oh, it's on okay. Netflix. It was really engrossing. Hmm. I haven't watched either of those. I've been watching Woke, which is really good. Oh, I don't so know that one. It's really funny and good. And um, this is really unrelated to our, what we usually talk about on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I also, my comfort lately has been watching um, like um, kind of like um, romantic like series. So th- there's a show called Virgin River, which is really terrible but i got really engrossed in it just about like a woman that leaves her city life to go live in the mountains which is what i did but then she finds love in you know like she's Uh, like a romance novel i mean sometimes i like reading romance novels it's like that and they all like leave the city to go live in the mountains (laughs) i know like and then there's the whole like montana there's like the cowboy genre too where they go (laughs) that's what it is and this one is called chesapeake shores which has, oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's the perfect so name. Great. Is it, what is this t- channel? Oh, well, is it like I Lifetime think or something? I think this is the Hallmark channel. Oh, yeah, I watch yeah. it on Amazon Prime. Virgin River, which is coming back soon, I hope, is on Netflix. Oh, <laughs> that does sound fun. I haven't, I don't know if I've done like romance shows, oh, but every that. now and then I do like to read a romance novel. Mm. I, I like Ellen Dugan's romance novels. Oh, okay. They also have magic in them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, we did that. Oh, but no, I do want to talk about practice okay. daily. That yes. I have been not only continually doing the lesser banishing ritual of the oh. pentagram, which is really kind of like escalating in its magic as I do it more. It's like yeah. really cool. Yeah. And then um what? Wait, and then how? how? I mean, like, it just feels more resonant. Yeah, Yeah. just, like, because it, like, I'm, uh, I mean, partly because I'm more comfortable with it. Like, okay, I'm going to remember the words and remember the visualizations and I'm getting, practicing them. Um, And then I think it's, like, creating a kind of a resonance, Mm -hmm. too. It's, like, gaining resonance Mm -hmm. in my space, in my actual physical space and then in my, around my aura. Um, But I do also think it's, like, changing my consciousness. Mm -hmm. That's happening with me with ever since I did the Merkaba and then my yeah. guides are like, cool, now we got it from here. And my like the my forearms where my tattoos are have started to <laughs> just light up with energy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like they don't I can't see them, but but like I feel it's like, oh, OK, guess those are turned on now. And it's like and my hands are turned like with light and they show me how to do all these things and yeah it sounds similar yeah it's like gaining resonance yeah so so yeah listeners if you're like where can we learn those meditations so natasha is talking about the merkaba meditation which we love the one in ascension magic by christopher penzak and then i i think a really cool place i've been working with uh damien eccles book high magic for the explanation on how to do the lesser vanishing ritual of the pentagram there are many places where you can find it but that's what i've been working with yeah um but then yeah oh go go ahead ahead. no you go oh i was just gonna say also since i had that breakthrough with the kabbalah 
the magical Kabbalah, not the way that they, not like the Madonna Kabbalah with the rabbis, but like the magical aspect of it with the tarot and all of that. Man, I have like been obsessively (laughs) studying it. I'm just like, oh, this book has some stuff about Kabbalah. And like, I just keep looking at the picture of it and being like, oh, this path connects this to this. And like, it's... Because it because once I started to con- that I guess this is how it works. Like yeah. once you start to conceptualize it, then you get to keep building on your understanding of it, and then it becomes like like a system of thought and perception. It's like you're yeah. like installing this perspective yeah, in your own body. My yeah. crown chakra just got buzzy when you said that, and I felt it like going. I took a Kabbalah Tree of Life class like oh. last. No, it was like almost two years ago now. Straight before my cat died, Doctor Schwartz. Um, but yeah, it was really, it was really interesting. Yeah, it really could just go on forever learning. Forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just so, I mean, it was funny how much I studied it before it like clicked that. Yeah. And then I read that one book. I wonder, I've been wondering, was it that book or was it that I was just like at that point where I could finally start to, what it was, was probably the name a combination. I can't tell you because uh-huh. it was not published yet. <laughs> It's something uh, that I think the title's going to change too. It was just something I was endorsing for someone, but I we okay. will announce it and we will probably have the author Ooh, on the show. Yeah. And we are going to have Christopher Penzak on, which yes. we're super excited about. Super excited. Um, <clears throat> that's really cool. And I forgot what the other thing I was going to say, which is fine. Um, <laughs> now I'm <laughs> aware of that because our friend Tanya said that I do that a lot. Or I forget what I'm going to say. but And she said she loves it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine, Tanya. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was a criticism. <laughs> she seemed genuinely to love it, like as a podcast fan. <laughs> okay. Well, it's just real, you know? Just real yeah. me, folks. Yeah. Um, okay. Did okay. you? Mm-hmm. So now... Should we move on to the next segment, which is that we would like you to call us. Uh, Nobody's calling us. Nobody's calling us. We want you to call us. Call us and ask us a question. Yeah, the number is 828-333-7181. And then you can just ask us a question. You can also ask us a question at magicmoneypodcast.com. There's a little place to do it, but um, that would be great too. Yeah, if that's what you prefer. But we would like a phone call, please. <laughs> I mean, if you prefer it, whatever. <laughs> if you fine. must. No, we love questions of all kinds. Yeah, no, I just totally. Call, yeah. Just like it's fun to get a phone call. Yes. Yeah. We no, enjoy really. it. I, was, I was just kind of kidding. Yeah, kind of. it's partly kidding um and please also write us a review on um apple Podcasts. we would so so appreciate it or wherever you listen to podcasts super helpful for us for um, helping us get noticed and heard and also natasha would like to tell you about oh yeah something she's doing this week that's right um it's another energy tune-up for the new moon i'm doing it the day before the new moon the night before so it's just a few hours before the new moon but it's a great time to do it um and this will give away a little bit of the energy report but it's essentially inner child um i'm gonna call it reprogramming in a way where we're gonna well we're first gonna release old programming that we don't like 
um, that we, how we used to parent ourselves and then go to like the point of energy in a meditation before we incarnated and feel ourselves surrounded by all the love of all of the beings and the just the love energy and remembering why we came here <laughs> and um, really feeling it in my heart as I'm saying this because they're showing up a little bit. Um, and um, feeling really into that inner child, like that moment that we, why we came here. And then we're going to combine that through the timeline to our current self so that we have that programmed in ourselves, that remembrance of why we're here and that feeling of that love that we aren't alone. Anyway, I didn't mean to go in such detail. I got into it when I was like floating up there with them. You like tapped into I that did. energy of it. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're channeling here. it. I, was, I could they open my heart chakra. Anyway, you can <laughs> sign up. It's going to be Thursday at um, 7 on October 15th. And I'll have a recording if you can't make it live. Um, and you can go to my website, highestlighthealing.com. And there should be a button there at this point but if there isn't you can just go to the energy tune-up part there'll probably be a button on the front oh yeah and you know what we forgot we were going to talk about is our manifestation class speaking <gasps> oh, of buttons right. and websites thank you for remembering yeah we're going to be teaching a manifestation class yeah so um if you go to magicmondaypodcast.com somewhere on there there's going to be <laughs> we're married together <laughs> a <today>. place <laughs> For you to get on the waiting list for that because uh, we're going to do that in January, January. probably. Yeah, yeah sometime in, in early next year. Yeah, and if you sign up now, you'll get the early bird special and you'll get the first notice of when. Oh, we... wait, they're going to sign up now or they're going to get on the waiting list? No, no, no. I meant for the waiting, waiting list. list. Sign yes, up for the yes, waiting list yes. now. Then they'll get that notice of the early bird special. Yeah. Exactly. No, you're not signing. You're not signing up for anything. Except the waiting list, which you are signing. <laughs> Let's talk okay. about your amazing. You should have gone first because oh, this well, is real no. big news if Hi. you ask me. Oh, thank you. Well, I have a new ebook available. I'm really excited about it. It's called Little Guide to Love Magic. And the subtitle is Everything You Need to Know, Including Love Spells. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, you can get this at Amazon.com. Um, you can find it on my website. You can find it on social media, too. But it's a quick download. It's a little book. But it's got all the stuff you need to know in order to work effective love magic. Yes. It's a little book. And it has all the stuff you need to know. Honestly, yeah. I would prefer a small book. I don't want to have to sift through a whole book to figure out. You don't need all, all the history of it. No. Yeah, just what oh, you need no. to know. Yeah, just, just the practical nuts history. and bolts. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, today, are we moving on to talk about our guests who we yes. love? Yes. Oh, you guys, we, we had such a great talk with Miss Renee. We love her. I mean, it was a really, really, we talk, we get into it about race and, um, and then talk a little bit about astrology at the end. And we got to have her back on because we yeah. want to talk about all of it uh, further. So we hope you like it. Here's our interview with Miss Renee. Okay, we are so excited to be here with Miss Renee. Miss Renee is a professional and earthy tarot card channel, Reiki practitioner, and spiritual astrologer of 28 years as well as a guest teacher at the Portland School of Astrology. 
Her love of writing, however inconsistent, usually comes out in the form of astroblogging. Her sole spot of snobbery is high quality coffee, and her one <laughs> brag is that she is often chosen by cats. Miss Renee, welcome. We're so excited to have Thank you on you the show. So I am a cat. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Natasha is a cat. And I choose you, <laughs> Renee. <laughs> Thank you. If you'll have me. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I should have shown you the cats on the there. Maybe you can see them. This isn't great podcasting, but there's two. Hey babies. Natasha has many cats. Many, many cats. How many yes. cats? Well, do we want to say right now? There's yeah. okay. Yeah. There's 13 currently. There's well, there's 15. <laughs> two are fosters. 13 currently. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but so, okay, so I have been wanting to have Miss Renee on the show. I love Miss Renee. I oh, like you. over 10 years ago got a tarot. I happened to be in Portland where she lives and oh, I got a tarot reading from that. her and it was so good. I was so tuned in. I felt so seen. It was just really beautiful. And ever since then, I've followed her on social media and she's one of my favorite people to follow. I highly recommend following Miss Renee. Um, So of course, I want to talk to you about everything you do, but we want to start by getting your opinion, getting your perspective on a conversation we had a couple of weeks ago about race. Oh, I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay, great. So let's try to remember how it went, Natasha. So it was like, I said something about that I was tired of feeling angry all the time. And like, it's not that I'm against anger. I want to be clear (laughs) on that. No, you're more angry than I am, generally (laughs) speaking, and you allow it out. (laughs) Yeah, I let myself be angry. It's not that I was like trying to spiritually bypass. It was just more than I was like, feeling it's exhausting exhausting. yeah and then so Natasha was it's like I wanted to kind of come at it from a more of a like a neutralized space instead of a polarized space I think you were saying that you were choosing not to be angry is what it was I think in that, that that week and then I was like thinking about the black community and like if you know if it's white privilege that allows us to make that kind of choice and then I was like, we're two white people talking about <laughs> this. So I, you know, we can't really comment on that. <laughs> so that's why we're very happy that you're here. So you, I mean, I guess what the question is, maybe how do you feel about that? Like, can you opt, not opt out of feeling angry, but just like, it, not in a, like you said, not in a spiritually bypassing way, but in a way where it's like, you know what, I'm not going to go there. I feel like I don't want to go there. Is that what you were thinking, Tess? Yeah, I guess like just really your perspective on that conversation, like as light workers, how, you know, how we show up during this time, like, what do you, what does that bring up for you? How do you, what do you think about that? You know, I, I think that there are so many, it's not a one layer question mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not a one layer issue. There's so many different parts of that as a spiritual person. I really feel like there there has to be moments where you just breathe, where you self-care, mm-hmm. where you find joy, um, or you're going to burn out. Um, and that's one of the concerns I think a lot of um, people of color have about 
the mass, the sudden mass of white allyship mm. is like, you guys are like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and then you get burnt and you're like, oh, you know, it's just too much. Oh. It's just too much. <laughs> and then we yeah. lose you. Yeah. Because you're just like, oh, I can't, I can't hold this. Yeah. You know, and so like, you know, I loved you. Bye, summer's over. You know? <laughs> and so I really think it's important just as a person, black, white, purple, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, that you have moments where you go in mm-hmm. and you find joy and you self-care and then you come back out mm-hmm. because you cannot <laughs> fill a cup from an empty well. You can't. Yeah. And anger is righteous, but it's also really depleting. Yeah. You know, and so you, it's sort of like if you've been running, running, running the marathon, you know, I hope you stop to drink water, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I hope you eat something healthy afterward, right. um, or you're just not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's one angle of the day. Yeah, I like that. Um, thank you. I think another angle of that dangle is what I kind of <laughs> said earlier is, you know, We've watched it happen again and again, we being people of color, uh, you know, having white people show up for us to a point. Mm. And then just like, oh, well, you know, this is just a lot. And Mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, this and that and the other. And I got to return a video, you know. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it's just, I think that's one of the biggest fears because we have such momentum right now. This This is such a, like, intense moment in time you know when I think of the astrology of it you know I'm just like ooh, ooh, ooh yeah Let's I want to talk over. about that like yeah. after um, please yeah. Yeah, I was just like, let's tip over. Come on, let's keep going. Let's tip this over. Um, but we can't do it if white people burn out. Um, mm-hmm. or there's also a sort of allyship that's performative. Yeah. You know, like um I'll wear I'll put the sign in my yard and I'll like I gave like twenty dollars to and it doesn't matter the amount mm-hmm. um to like a bail fund for Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Yay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, or put the black square on Instagram yeah, and then yeah. that's it. I did my part yeah. by Yeah. <clears throat> and so I, I I feel like that is a part of opting out too. You're like, I did the thing. Mm. Bye. Yeah. And I think the third angle when I look at that is it is such a privilege to be able to say, God, I just don't want to be angry anymore. You know, because I think it was James Baldwin that said to be black and conscious in America is to always be in some state of rage. Yeah. You know, And and so we don't, people of color, Black people, we don't ever get to opt out. Mm-hmm. But we do get to self-care. Mm-hmm. And we must. I can't remember who said it. Um, I don't want to attribute it to the wrong person. Um, but the, it was a Black female writer. And she was talking about how uh, self-care is a form of resistance. Mm. You know? And so... Was that that's Audrey that, Lord who said Yeah, that? that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that was Audrey Lord. Yeah. You know, and like, man, it's nothing like this last like four years that really made me deep. I always understood it, but it like, ooh, I was like, yes. 
Yeah. Because I'm Capricorn prominent and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I will just grind and grind and grind. Uh, and then I'm like, I don't think I'm having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, we got to balance this ish out like, now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Did that answer your question? Yeah. I yeah. Think I think so. that's a good perspective, like opting out yeah. rather than. Like, I mean, not taking out, a break, but taking no. self care. I think what you said was <laughs> we can opt out. Is yeah. that right, Miss Renee? <laughs> <laughs> but just know what that means. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 we're not. Yeah, it's true. I mean, self care is so important for everybody who's in crisis yeah. or anybody, yeah. period, to avoid crisis, but especially yeah. if you're in trauma or going through yeah. traumatic situations, which I mean, yeah, the whole black community is <laughs> and has been since the beginning Truly. of being here. Yeah. yeah. Really. So, yeah. So, yeah. thank you well, thank for you. that perspective. We Absolutely. really appreciate it. Um, do, if, do you want to say anything else about that or shall we shift into astrology? <laughs> I just, I want to talk about. You know, because I've been saying this for years and I got a lot of, you know, pushback around it until the last few years. Mm. (laughs) And I'm just like, "Mm, okay, noted, but thank you, you know, um, about spirituality and um, and lack of inclusiveness. Yeah. You know, and that just burns me and I'm glad to see that people are getting conscious and making shifts you know I came I was raised deeply Christian my father is a minister um or was a minister and my grandmother was one of the beloved members of the mothers of the church and so when I say I was raised Christian I mean all day Sunday Uh, it was Wednesday night Bible class and then a Friday night Bible like Christian, Christian, Christian. And when I started to come into my own personhood, I was like, yeah, not so much, not so much for me. Mm-hmm. And so 18, 19, I really started my journey to finding out because I, I knew I was a deeply spiritual person, but like religion just was not my bag. Right. And so I was like, well, what else is there? You know? And so I came into my spirituality in Seattle in the early nineties, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just coming to going through occult bookstores and just reading a lot, you know, cause there was no internet yet. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And you so, and the grunge movement came yeah. to fruition at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I grew up in Seattle, yeah. you know, um, in the early nineties. And um, in some ways it was a really, really magical time and I wouldn't change it for the world, mm. but um, I, I did not, I picked what was closest to me, you know, but I could not see myself as a person of color in the forms of spirituality that was available to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, like in the new age community? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So you learn to just shave parts of you off and you're like, well, this part of me won't get fed. Mm. This part of me just won't be fed, but this, the core part of me will be fed. I guess that's enough. And then you have to keep in mind my age. You know, I was like 18, 19, 20, Mm -hmm. you know, coming into my spirituality through very white centered metaphysical workshops and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so, but you, you, 
you can't be whole unless you bring your whole self into places right. and your whole self can't be a place if you don't feel seen. Yeah. And yeah. So, there so many times I would go to a workshop. Like I remember just to this day, I went to a workshop on goddesses, mm. you know, and I was so excited to go there and not one goddess was a person that, well, they, they had Kuan Yin. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give them that. But every other goddess was white, mm-hmm. you know. And in a lot of the things in astrology, even they're like, "Oh, if you have a Pisces rising, you may have curly hair and light blue eyes uh, and a pale complexion." Yeah, you know. And so there were just so many ways yeah. that the metaphysical community told me it wasn't really for me, but I'm welcome to come visit. Right. You know. And yeah. so it's so nice to see that people are starting to realize, oh, like spirit is for everyone. Right. And we need to consider that a black woman may show up to this goddess workshop. Yeah. And not only that, but we should give a damn yeah. about black goddesses and goddesses yeah. of color yeah. because yeah. goddesses. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think I rarely think that the metaphysical community is ever trying to harm, but they do great harm when they don't think outside of white supremacy Mm -hmm. and white supremacy isn't like a stab on purpose, you know, but if you're Mm -hmm. stepping on my foot, you're stepping on my foot, no Mm -hmm. matter what your intention is. And when the world revolves around your whiteness, that's all you're ever going to see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A brown or black person shows up and you're like, Oh, it's like a vegan comes to your dinner and and you're like, yeah. oh, I didn't think of the, ve- uh, here's the <laughs> carrot. <You know? laughs> yeah. And so I just want to say that if you are a spiritual person and you do workshops and, and you, and you do gatherings, like what's your vision? Is your mm. vision white centered? Mm-hmm. Or division inclusive yeah. because we exist. <laughs> I also want to say one more thing. Yes, please. I want to talk about white people that practice indigenous uh, spirituality. Mm. You can feel called and you can be called to anything. Mm-hmm. And like, I will never say to someone, you weren't called to that. Mm-hmm. that's not my business mm-hmm. that's that's not my world that's your business in your world however when you are a white person practicing indigenous spirituality you are a guest to that culture yeah you know and I guess I want to give this analogy I have a guy friend that I grew up with his name was Scott and he was a cool dude I really liked Scott and there, <laughs> but there were things that bothered me about him that when I was younger, I couldn't quite put my finger on. But then as I've gotten older and a lot of things started to shift around appropriation, you know, I realized that the first time I met Scott, he walked up to me and said, Hey sister, Mm. you know, he used a lot. He used a black scent Mm. a lot. Mm. And when I talked to him about it, when we were adults, Mm -hmm. he was like, look, I had a moment where I grew up around like a lot of black and brown people. And I was like, and you were a guest to our culture then, but you have not lived that life for decades. Mm -hmm. You are surrounded by whiteness. You live a very white life. You have few friends of color that didn't belong to you. You've Mm -hmm. got to have that for a moment. Mm -hmm. So there's a certain comfort white people can have that is a little too comfortable Mm. 
mm-hmm. you know, around the culture they've been invited to visit. Mm-hmm. You mean so, like they kind of take it over in a way? Yeah, they're like, like oh, okay. I yeah, here I, I am. Right. You yeah. know, and it's yeah. like, no, dude, you're a guest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. And so when you are white and you're practicing indigenous um, spirituality, you have the right to that if you feel called to it. Mm-hmm. But A, like I keep saying, you are a guest. Mm-hmm. Okay. B, I have a lot of mixed feelings about white people making a lot of money off of other people's cultures. Mm-hmm. I had a client that uh, was deeply spiritual and I really liked her as a person. And then one day we had this conversation and she was talking about um, leading ayahuasca ceremonies and cacao ceremonies. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm about to piss you off. And she's like, why? And I was like, what what connection to these do you have? Mm. You know, who who did you learn from? Who are you sitting under? Mm. You know, as you learn this, who are you centering? Mm-hmm. Who are you buying these products from? Why can't they lead it? Why mm. can't you create a platform and they lead it? Mm. And then you make sure that the cacao and the ayahuasca you're getting is from an indigenous person mm-hmm. who, who this is in their family. It's in their spirituality. It's in their blood. This is what their people do. And then what are you doing with the money of that? And I, there's so many different levels. Yeah. And so when you are a white person practicing indigenous spiritualities, have it, love it, let it be a part of you, but you need to think about your place in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that perspective. Do not you like have, you can't do it. Like it's yeah. not no, accessible to no you. Just maybe do don't, you know, take advantage. Don't, you know, do it. So for your own and gain without credit, being mindful. Yeah. yeah. Credit and center mm-hmm. the people whose spirituality you're practicing. Yeah. Yes. Do you have other examples that come to mind? Um just curious if like other ways of appropriation maybe. Other than the ayahuasca. I mean, that's a great example. I'm well, there's just... so many that, you know, and it's a touchy thing. Yeah, Because you are allowed to practice your spirituality. Yeah. yeah. But it can be difficult to see white voodons, hmm. you know, and yeah. they they don't they don't credit in center. Mm-hmm. And that's my problem is I am never going to say you can't practice, mm-hmm. but you must credit in center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's just, really yeah, yeah. I like that for yeah. our culture too, because our culture is such a melting pot. It's I like know, we yeah. want to have access to the wisdom of all different yeah. cultures, but to remember to you know be respectful and absolutely kind of mindful. And just like there was a time where like bendies were really popular, but that's someone's religion. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not a nose piercing, mm-hmm. you know. And for mm-hmm. some people, that's a part of their religion, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you like other people's culture aren't a fashion, mm-hmm. you know. Like we are real people. Yeah. And those things mean something to us. And, and it, it's just, there is a, and this may upset you, it may upset your people, and I'm sorry, but I'm going in. Good. We like um, all different opinions here. Yeah. We're like, yeah. we're really open. Like, even if we don't agree, we still are supportive. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a documentary that came out, I think, three years ago, mm-hmm. three, four years ago. Time is weird. And what year is this? <laughs> yeah, it has year? no what meaning anymore. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, it was a documentary. Um, 
about James Baldwin, I Am Not Your Negro. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I thought was brilliant with the way that documentary was shot and the way they crafted it was they showed like, and when I say whiteness, I don't mean every white person. I mean the culture of whiteness. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, okay? Because there is a culture of whiteness mm-hmm. that not every white person subscribes to yeah you know um but most do mm-hmm. and the one thing i really thought was really genius was the way they showed like this kind of entitled innocence of whiteness it's like oh i like that i'm gonna take it oh i <laughs> yeah. like that i'm gonna take it mm-hmm. oh i like this i'm gonna take it mm-hmm. you know and it's just like there is no there's only desire and want there is no like deeper thought mm-hmm. about what you're snatching. It rem- and yeah. I, yeah. I was just going to say, it reminds me of toxic masculinity and like you know, men, man spreading and just like, yeah. I'm sitting here. So I'm going to spread my legs. <laughs> so I'm not thinking about the people around me. I'm, I'm not going to take up space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think that that's at the root of a lot of things. I think that a lot of things that go down, truly aren't malicious. I think like malicious racism and malicious harm, you know, are very a small percentage. Mm-hmm. But like I said earlier, just because you didn't mean to step on my foot doesn't mean you're not stepping on my foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to use that example again, it's like I think the harm even gets worse if there's defensiveness about it so like if the man is man spreading on the subway and you're like excuse me you're taking up a seat and he's like what i didn't mean it you know like if there's all these other seats yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) then that becomes even more of a problem it's like if he can be educated like oh whoa i didn't realize you know but still there is like really white culture i mean obviously having grown up in it it's like there has I think it's changing thank god like my kids are so much more aware than I was and it's just like this like even with little things quote unquote but it's like kind of little paper cuts all the time like band-aids and things like that like my kids point out like mom that's racist they only have band-aids for white people they call it you know that it blends in or stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's like or like when you go get when you go get nude pantyhose Who's right. that nude for? Right. That's exactly. not nude for me. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it's really yeah. white centeredness that that is like very you have to wake up to it to yes. know that it's even happening as a white person. I'm not yeah. a black person, but as a white person, it's like, oh yeah. whoa, I didn't know that was happening even. And I the know. rest of us are like, hi, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know I have been having a huge opening, like so many of us, like so many white people lately, just like, whoa, like that. Okay. Now I like, <laughs> I am seeing I this the shock to the system and yeah. a, on a really way deeper level. And it's like, so yeah. it started out being super uncomfortable and I felt terrible. I felt ashamed. <laughs> I felt afraid. No, but like, but then going through that to the other side and being like, well, let me sit with that because, you know, like just really exploring it. It's been so liberating to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be perfectly (laughs) non-racist. Like I can make mistakes. I can just do my best and learn as I go. And like, that's been really, you know, so liberating for me. I really believe that that racial and cultural awareness is a part of spiritual growth. Yes. 
It yes. is a deep part of you. Like if you don't have that, your spirituality is lacking and you will stay arrested yeah. at a certain level mm-hmm. because we are all here together. I think there was someone that says until we're all free, none of us are free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and I think that applies to spirituality deeply. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, um, Natasha and I, you also read White Supremacy and Me, right? But yeah, reading that and then realizing like that, how, like just because she has you look at deep, uh, like just ways you were raised with white supremacy and like that, it was so painful and it was so huge. Like, oh, and instead of realizing like, oh yeah, I was raised around with parents that had just this deep discomfort around black people and I observed it, but I didn't take note of it till now you know it's it's just so much more consciousness it's really it's just i you know i'm gonna say this lately because people people come to be like did she just say that but (laughs) i'm not saying this i i do have a certain empathy Mm -hmm. for white people who are waking up because i i can you're Oh, I can just imagine like the, like I said, the shock to the system. And also here's the thing, when we are children, um, we learn so much, whether it's direct or implied, right? Yeah, exactly. you know, and so yeah. the stuff that gets in there, like right. it doesn't mean that your parents were KKK, no. you right. know, tor- yeah. cheeky torch wielding, no. you know, races, but like you picked up, especially as an empath, dude. Yeah. Like you picked up on like, oh, there's a black man walking toward us. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know what this means, but now I'm uncomfortable too. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And then and, the pain, I think it also I like disconnected from it because it was just it just didn't feel like something I wanted so to connect easy. to. I was just yeah. like, I don't understand that. I don't want to understand that. And it's yeah. it like, not that I mean, I feel like I Obviously, I wasn't like consciously no. wielding racism through my lifetime up till then, but it's just like the <laughs> <Wielding>. de- <laughs> like <laughs> it was. I didn't can I considered myself compassionate, and but it Absolutely. was. It's just there was just this deeper level of like, okay, no, that this because because I think like so many people is like we need to figure this out right now. Like, it's just like, Like, yeah, like this is, this is so too many times this has happened and we can't. And, and so then that was when I got white supremacy in me and I was like, let me really investigate. And it needed investigation. It couldn't just me be be me like being like, okay, let me just try to not be racist. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I have to look deeply at where, how did I absorb this? How did I, how did I actually express it? How have I been, you know, it's like, and it's, even if you knew, like, um, I've talked about this on the show before, but my parents were Jewish from Brooklyn, where there was like a real history of races and like, yeah. they did not. Well, my dad wasn't like that, but my mom didn't like black people. And she would yeah. say all the time. And I was like, I knew it was terrible and wrong. So I was like, I am not her. And like, I'm not racist. I'm not her. I'm not like that. But, and I even like minored in um, black studies. Like I did all of these things, but I still didn't look deeper at the ways, even though I rejected it outright. It's like, 
it's still it's a stain. In there. Yeah, yes. it's in it, all those implicit ways yes. that it gets in. I had to be like, oh God, I feel these things on some yeah. level. And then I had to face like, I'm like my mother who I never wanted to be like, but it is yeah. spiritual. That is spiritual growth. This right. is what we can all do. Yeah. And like going into becoming conscious of deprogramming ourselves from yes. that stuff. Of course that's spiritual. Absolutely. It's like with diet culture too, you know, like yes. how did I internalize yeah. Oh, this is the ideal body, and this is what yeah. it's and like, and and then I went racist. around like saying things that also perpetuated it, and you know, to like go in and notice that, and then we it out say, for like, our own. Acknowledge it, like, oh, I did this, like, yes, I did this, and I was wrong, and that's hard. A lot of people don't want to do that, but like, shadow work is never pretty, yeah, (laughs) yeah, and that it it just is going to be difficult. But how committed are you to growth, yeah, yeah, how committed are you, you know, to healing, you know, how committed are you to walking through this world with an open with open eyes, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, it's painful. That's part of it. And then, like, on the flip side, you know, as a spiritual person of color, watching other spiritual people um, that I really liked or admired, but as I went through my own personal journey of, like, deprogramming and decolonizing, because I had to go through it, too, because mm-hmm. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest predominantly, mm-hmm. surrounded by whiteness, right, and that yeah. shit gets internalized so much. I spent a lot of time as a larger, darker-skinned Black woman trying to make sure that I never had anger on my face Ooh. or uh... that, you know, and that I'm a bigger-bodied woman. And so trying not to make people feel intimidated or uncomfortable. Ugh. I spent a lot of time just getting this subconscious message that I have to make people, white people, comfortable Mm. with me and I hear that a lot from a lot of other people of color Mm. and so there's just so many ways you squish yourself yeah you know um when you are surrounded by like white culture and you don't see yourself represented it but that wasn't what I was going to get to but okay I'm glad I said that (laughs) what I was trying to get to was um seeing white uh practitioners that I really respected and liked and and things started happening like with Michael Brown and and then like other things and no one's saying anything and no one's saying anything and no one's saying anything anything, you know and all these things are happening and I'm like and so I started unfriending I started unfriending a lot of white witches yeah a lot of like white practitioners because I was just like you do not see my humanity yeah or you are too much of a coward Mm -hmm. or you don't want to do the work and so I'm not going to invest in you Mm -hmm. um until you do this work and so it's it's it was really painful for a long time Mm -hmm. just watching the complicit silence of white witches and white practitioners and like so a murder happens and I'm looking at their feed over the next couple of days and they're just like today this or that ooh bells you know and I'm like that's all that's all you gotta say yeah you know and so it's been really beautiful watching white witches and white practitioners like make statements I want to know what are you saying to your clients yeah what are you saying to your followers what are you saying that shows you give a damn about people that look like me yeah 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 Yeah, that must have been very lonely being in that experience and not it it's hurtful yeah 
It's hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that's changing in terms? Absolutely. Oh, good. Yeah. Absolutely. And I've even had white practitioners reach out to me because they never said anything when I unfriended them. Hmm. They never said anything, but apparently they've been doing their work because they're just like, I want to talk to you. And I, if you want to talk to me and it's been like a cool road to healing um, in a multiple, in a multitude of ways. That's great. That's really good. Yeah. Well, it's well so- I am really yeah. proud of myself for inviting Renee onto the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're so great, Tess, for inviting Renee. <laughs> I know. What a great person you are. <laughs> um, yeah, we so we actually our time is this is how long we usually talk to people. We wanted to oh, talk to yeah. you also about astrology and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. so yeah. much less important than everything else that you've said. We'll have um, to do a round two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want yeah, I mean, this has been really I'm really grateful that you're here. Yes, oh, thank you thank so you. much for talking to us about this. We um we should have Renee back so that we can talk oh, to her goodness. about. I mean, can we just real quick talk yeah, about yeah. astrology? Okay. Is that okay? So, you? Ta- <laughs> yeah. Do you have time? Yeah, I've got time. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> you talked to us about, um, yeah, the astrology of this time, like this um, upcoming week and just whatever comes up really for you as an astrology expert. Can I, I just no. want to oh, yeah. one quick thing, and, which is I've yeah, heard me it's too. only going to get worse. <laughs> Wait, but before we go there, oh, actually, okay. let's find out Renee's sun sign, moon oh, sign, oh, rising okay. sign. Oh, okay, okay. I'm a child of Venus. I'm a Taurus. Oh. Taurus sun. Uh, Capricorn rising. Me too. And, yeah, hey, Cap rising. <laughs> The pinstripe suits of the zodiac <laughs> and a uh, cancer moon, so I'm ah. a moon baby too. Yeah, that's and there's a lot of cancers in my life, Me and so too. I definitely speak cancer. Oh yeah, I'm surrounded by cancers. My son has a cancer moon. My husband's cancer. My parents were both cancers. There you go. <laughs> and I just found out for Tess yesterday that her progressed son right now is in. No, no, your progressed Libra is my progressed son, and Cancer is my progressed moon. You're right. Oh, hey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so okay. I, I was just going to say, I have heard that 2022 to 2024s is really when everything just, you know. Because, you know, I really feel like the planets, like, Personally, I feel like the planets, uh, transits hit us in thirds, the deeper transits like Saturn and Pluto and Uranus and, you know, the outer planets. Um, and the first part of those deeper planets, the first third is like, ah, what's happening? What's happening? Because they're acting on us and they're shifting us. And then the second third is like, okay, whew. How do I process what we just, what I just went through? How do I process this and find my feet again? And then the third of it is like, okay, let's start building. Um, I, the skin has shed Mm. and and now it's time to start like building. Mm. Um, and so I feel like we're gonna really just be <laughs> finishing up of the screaming part and then starting into like, okay, how do I process what just happened? Mm, so there's gonna be year. like a processing is yeah. the next chapter 
Yeah. In the next year. In my opinion. And you're okay. Well, that's good to hear. Cause I heard that there's even more in 2022 that it's really, it's like back to this again, like more like, like tower. You know what I think that is? Yeah. It's like when you have cake batter and then you pour the batter, but then you have to take the scraper. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's the scraper part. Okay. Yeah, oh, I don't think we're folding same, it all like, in. It's not as visceral. I mean, it's still like you're still doing the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it's, yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's better, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's all across. <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay. So is that you feel like that's I know there you could probably talk about this forever, but like the salient point of what's happening with the astrology like maybe through the end of the year is it like uh no through uh, <laughs> through like the end of next year <laughs> uh, is more the shake-up like yeah. the, the tower yeah. energy to the end of 2021 you kind of feel like yes oh, okay. and then i think 2022 is gonna be just a just a bit of a breath <laughs> you know? okay. So okay. Like regroup we center um, and and then let's have the second batter scrape. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Before you go, tell us where we can find you. Uh, it's pretty easy. <laughs> um, it's Miss Renee Healing, both on Facebook and Instagram, Miss Renee Healing. Okay. And um, also I teach at the Portland School of Astrology. Mm-hmm. So if you've been like, I want to do it, jump on in and mm-hmm. join the school. Mm-hmm. I also feel like they have um, classes that they offer to the community that you don't have to be a part of the school for. And okay. I'll find out if my workshops are a part of that or not. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, Can you do it all virtually now? Like, yes, it's all virtual. Now. Ah. Yeah. yeah, it's all virtual now. I think and, Natasha might be a student. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a workshop on Chiron. Um, this month uh, no sorry the beginning of next month november and then in april i'm going to be doing a workshop uh called the uh astrology of tarot you know so yeah i've been working on i haven't built it yet so i'm working on building that um and i'm really excited about it um i'm also um going to be doing the same chiron workshop uh for um it's a, like a conference um, and it's it's a black conference. And so for your black listeners, mm-hmm. um, it's, going, it's called Reclaiming Ugly. Mm-hmm. And I'll also be doing another workshop for Reclaiming Ugly conference uh, called Venus, Mars and Your Place in the Revolution. Um, so talking about the Mars places, placements rather, and how you can utilize those to find where you will best fit in, in the revolution. Wow. Oh, yeah. holy shit. That I sounds know. amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited to do that. <laughs> where so, is your Mars and Chiron? Just mm-hmm. out of curiosity. Where's my Chiron and where's my Mars? Mm-hmm. My Chiron is in Aries. I'm going to be oh. coming up on my Chiron return soon. Me too. It's much. <laughs> and then my Mars is in Aquarius along uh, uh-huh. with my Jupiter. I have uh-huh. a lot of Aquarius in my chart, so uh-huh. I'm down for the revolution. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, I'm Aquarius sun. What's your Chiron? Do you know? Tess? Me? Mm-hmm. I forget. I, I think I, I have, have Tess's. 
astro chart in my phone. You have phone. to tell me. So. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody should know about their Chiron. Chiron oh, okay. For people who don't know is the wounded healer. It's where we come into this incarnation with a deep wound. And over time, it's where that wound ends up being where we're the strongest, where we help other people heal because we're like, oh, I've lived through this. Let me help you. Mm. And it becomes a part of your soul's purpose. So everyone should know where the Chiron is. So yeah, like yours is in Taurus, Tess. Yeah, I was about oh, to say okay. I was like, it's probably Taurus. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. yeah. Why did yeah, you know because, that? Because it's according to the years you were born in. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I see. I thought she was um, giving off Chiron. And yeah. Things, <laughs> I can tell where your wound is. Your wound is your um, yeah. So I just want to say to our listeners, you guys really should be following Miss Renee on social media oh, because she posts you. stuff that is so inspiring and the funniest spiritual <laughs> memes, like the funniest, like there's nowhere I ever see funnier spiritual memes <laughs> than on Miss Renee's <laughs> yeah, social media. That's great. All right. Well, thank you again for being here. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely want you. Yeah, thanks so much. This was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that was great, as I said. Yeah. Um. So now, is it time for my? (laughs) Yes. Sometimes I feel like this episode we're a little like uh, um cable news. You know how they had those cable news access shows. Uh, yeah, no, like just you know, I know about cable news access, like just like amateur TV people. (laughs) I'm saying we're amateur hour, okay? (laughs) Just our Um, transitions are a little wonky today, which is fine. (laughs) Nobody came here for the transitions, right? It's natural. (laughs) So now it's time for the energy report. (laughs) Were we talking? I just have the giggles about nobody came here for the transition. <laughs> That's oh, a good one. Uh, it's true. All right. The energy report is when I talk about the energy trend for the week um, based on mostly on you know my what I've noticed the trend is for my clients and myself and what I'm picking up on the week ahead. It really was pretty overwhelming in terms this week in terms of um a lot of people feeling underneath like they weren't even really aware of it but underneath whatever was going on was a real sense that they're alone that it's just like little inner child you know all alone and not really having that sense of support or like that um you know that they're in it alone and that yeah, just really that was the big sense. Um, and that's why, you know, that's what I'm doing for the ener- for the new moon thing because it's like really, I really want people to have a real sense of like feeling that vibration of love because we really aren't alone, you know. And I feel like I've heard so much when people die, that's the first thing they feel is just this overwhelming sense of love. Yeah. You know, whenever you hear like, it's called NDEs. 
near-death oh, experiences, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> they often are just like met with so much love that they don't want to come back. You know, this is how often I feel in meditation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we talked about before, how I'm like, oh, why do I have to come back? It's so fun up here. It's just like floaty and nice. Yeah. Um. So that's that. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing that. But um. so the... Energy report recommendation, if you're not going to do that, is twofold, which is, and listen, no pressure to do it. <laughs> if you're not going to do it, I feel like I said that really. Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Is really twofold. Now, of course, it's just like there is that sense of we just really need self-compassion right now to really feel like, oh, my gosh, you're not alone because you really aren't, you know, and you have yourself. The more you can make that space of loving inner parent for yourself is so important. I feel like you're laughing. Why are you laughing? Well, your cats are just being so cute behind you. <laughs> oh, really? You. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's making me feel so much joy. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> I was like, this isn't that funny. I know I'm funny, but <laughs> why? Just because they're stand, they were standing in, face to in face. the sunlight, looking yeah. at each other. Oh, they yeah, were. Just, That's cute. yeah, so cute. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Sorry to please. We can always have a cat break. We may need a new. Uh, we may need a new. Um, what's it called? Sound for a, sound effect. Yeah, for cat, cat break. break. Cat break. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know what Brett's going to put at the end of this episode. <laughs> okay. So this is my <laughs> advice is to th- or my the energy report um, homework, if you will, uh, unless you don't like homework and then don't call it that. So one thing I thought would be nice would be to imagine a cord in your crown chakra going up to a big, huge sun above your head, like this just beautiful gold light, which is source and your highest information. And imagine floating up into that sun and really just bathing in it and inviting only your highest guides and angels and just asking to be bathed, feeling yourself like sink into that sunlight and then ask to be bathed in that love you know of their energy and then just soak it in and then when you're ready float back down the cord into your body i love that i love that for october too like the veil between the worlds being thin how you're talking about entering into that place of love where people go after they die it's true and it's and you can have it here now even in body that's probably why i floated there so even when i was talking about it because the veil is so thin i was just like yeah my heart chakra open the second thing that you can do is also write down all of the things and now this is more of a full moon thing but i'm still recommending it um as maybe a first point is writing down all the the ways that you've treated yourself that you don't want to do anymore. And then find a safe little, just put it all down, everything, anything that's not supporting you, and then find a safe place to burn it. Um, or you can just throw it away and recycle it if you if you like. But like I, I tear it up or shred mm-hmm, it or something. Mm-hmm. If you're in like, if your state is on fire, for example, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe don't burn it. But inside, you can have a little, you know, if you have your little safe place that you can do Yeah, it. if you feel like it. Yeah. yeah. I just 
the smoke level. I my uh, family yeah. is experiencing so much. I don't uh, think they would probably want to burn anything. Yeah, good point. You know? Yeah, so rip it up. Not that your dad's really taking my advice at this point, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> you said your family. <clears throat> like oh, they, like yeah. they might It's do not this. just them. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> um so anyway, yeah, and do it that is one yeah, that's one really good thing to set the stage for just releasing it. Like that's not what I'm doing anymore. I'm releasing that and then then doing the cord thing to the sun. So bathing in this all knowing that you're loved and this is the kind of love that you can give yourself. So that that's my reca. Love Meditation. it. Thank you. Okay. So now <laughs> it's a transition again. So, <laughs> so now <laughs> no. How am I gonna say it? Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, now it's time for Practical magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have a really hard time coming back. Oh, okay. oh boy. Okay. Here we are. Um, Good to it. Uh, laughing is really healthy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <what>? So, <laughs> really healthy. Oh, healthy. Yeah. Healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. okay, so yes. my practical magic uh, recommendation for this week, it really actually goes along with what you're saying oh. of feeling less alone, oh. because this is actually something I just did right before we started recording the podcast, and it was uh, an assignment, a real simple assignment from um, 21, something like 21 Days to Understand the Kabbalah, this oh. book, ebook I got that uh-huh. I've been reading every morning, and mm. The recommendation for today was to go somewhere in nature and to connect with the elementals. So the elementals, and this is like something I've known. I've been conscious of this, but I haven't ever done this exact exercise. And it's so simple and I'm going to do it all the time now. Ah. And so the idea is the four elements of nature, you know, earth, air, water, and fire. We know about these in magic. We work with them all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And there is a thing called the elementals, which is, you can think of this as the fairy kingdom, like the aliveness of nature. Mm-hmm. And you can also, there's names for the element, the elementals that are associated with each element. Mm-hmm. So the earth elementals are the gnomes, the air elementals are the sylphs. The fire elementals are the salamanders, and the water elementals are the undines. Mm. So this is the aliveness of these elements. So I went to the stream, for example. There's a stream really close to our house, um, and I like a creek. Mm-hmm. And I sat on a rock, and the aspens were blowing, and the the sky was blue, and the aspens are golden. And I listened to this water and watched it sparkle. And it was just this, like, conscious connection to, oh, let me really connect with the aliveness of the, the earth elementals. Like, mm-hmm. not just, not just like, oh, here's the earth element. Mm-hmm. But, like, what if every rock, like, every um, plant, and not that I didn't believe this before, but this is the exercise, is, yeah. like, just really, like, this is a being, 
this is a creature, yes. you know, like that yes. feeling of that. And then moving from each, like, okay, there's the earth ones, and then here's the water elementals, and then here's the feeling the sun on my skin, and like being aware of the sun, that's the fire elementals, and you know, I feel like I left one of them out. Oh, the air elementals, like just looking at the breeze and the trees and feeling the breeze in my hair, you know, letting that be a way of kind of like, let me go hang out with those guys. It's kind of like, it makes it like, you know, if you're watching beautiful animals in nature, like, yeah. oh my gosh, let's watch the birds. Look at that crow. But then it, it's all of these actual, just like the earth and the air and the sky. It's just, it was beautiful. Mm. It was a beautiful practice. So I recommend that because it's a way of connecting to your power. And now knowing that this has been an energy trend that people are feeling alone, it's yes. definitely yeah. a way to feel so connected. You're yeah. part of all that. All that's within you. Yeah. You know, you can connect with your own elements. Like what's your what's your sign? What element is your sign? Mm, your yeah. sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, your Chinese sign. Mm -hmm. You know, just being aware of the the feeling of connection when you see when you feel the sunlight or you see the sunlight. Yeah. Can you feel that in you too? Like, what does that feel like? What's your fire in your spirit? What is it? How does it meet that fire in the world? You know, so it's a great practice. And as we approach Samhain mm -hmm. or Beltane, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it's a really great way to be like getting in touch with our power, getting in touch with the unseen yeah. by grounding ourselves in the scene, you know, the magic of the seen world too. Yeah, I love that. It also, for some reason, just made me think of what I was talking about earlier with things like Instagram, where it's just like, that's so small and unimportant. You oh, hi. Right. Yes. To like, all, like, look where we are. We're in a magical yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the actual world that yeah. I'm, the three dimensional world yes. that I'm in. I have that with um, like when I'm looking at if I'm looking at my phone at some random thing, and then like solo, my cat walks up to me. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, you know what's way better than my phone is yeah. my cat. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can only imagine down. how often I get that. Yeah, you're already so good with your phone, though. You have I good mean, phone. Hygiene, I try. I, I think. it goes in comes in waves. All right. Well, that was that was great. Yep. Thanks. Uh, I mean, I mean, thank you. <laughs> yep, it was. Well, I mean, it was no, great it was. to go to the creek. It was yes. like a great experience. Yeah. No, you can say yep. I feel like we talked about this last week about owning responsibilities. I mean, responsibility compliments. Yeah. Um, I feel we like we should have that. We should have a whole podcast where when one of us says like that was great, the other one should be like yes, yes. You're right. It reminds <laughs> me, though, like, I really do. I talked about Oprah then. I feel like she does that. When oh, people, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You told you said that. Did I say that exact thing? Like, Well, you, like, you described watching her do something like that where yeah. she's just kind of like, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Yes. Like, you have changed my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. This has happened. Yeah. Again, with Instagram, it's like the opposite. <laughs> Like she's like I'm my feel my how my message what I need to say is being received it is being uh, received yeah you know like that feeling mm -hmm. all right so shall we do our housekeeping oh so yes. wait oh wait we do that after okay yes our housekeeping 
So I was going to talk about the power hour, which we oh, well, are that's going part of to it. Do. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. Yeah, we're we're, be- well, we're going to announce it at the end of the podcast after <laughs> we draw our cards. We're going to talk about our topic. But right now we're yes. going to just tell you <laughs> that. <laughs> I feel like this is further disarray of <laughs> all our talking points. Are it, like, well, we're always like that, though, right? Yeah, just kind of natural. Just kind of let it flow. Yeah, sure. You think we're, we're being... Natch. No, it feels like a little extra this time, but, you know, uh, I'm all for it. Maybe because it's the afternoon. Yeah, we should always record at this time. I like it. Anyway, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com, which is where you can sign up for the new moon energy tune-up, um, as well as whatever else you want to sign up for. And <laughs> <laughs> newsletter, sash. Just whatevs. You know what? Just sign whatever up. Whatever you find, That's just put right. your email in. <laughs> sign up for all of it. Um, and on the aforementioned Instagram <laughs> at highestlighthealing. You know, if you would like to receive any of my messages, like what I share here, I am going to actually, I ha- do have a plan for telling a, a ghost story on there. Because I had a session a couple of days ago where I had to um, tell a ghost to move along. And it was just a real interesting, um, it was a real interesting lesson in life. Oh, yeah, that yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah. So uh, you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com on Facebook at Magic Monday Podcast Listeners. We have a little group there, Magic Monday Pod on Facebook. If you don't want to join the group for whatever reason, <laughs> on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, is that it? Oh, and you can sign up for our newsletter on magicmondaypodcast.com. I think that's about it. Yeah, that mailing list, if you want to get on the early sign up for manifestation. Yeah, our online manifestation class. Mm -hmm. Um, And on our Instagram page this Wednesday at 4.30 Pacific, 5.30 Mountain, 6.30 Central, (laughs) and 7.30 Eastern, we will be doing cocktail power hour. So we'll be hanging out for an hour. With and a drink or with a drink or an edible. Um and you just can be talking, sober. Mm-hmm. answering your questions and talking about a topic that we will choose after we draw our cards. That's right. And you can find me at testwhitehurst.com, which is where you can find my free spells and rituals and guided meditations and sign up for my newsletter. What about your book? Can they get your new book on there? Uh yeah, I should have something up on there by Monday. <laughs> or you could go to Amazon and mm-hmm. find Little Guide to Love Magic. And you can also find me at um, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on um, Instagram at Tess4444, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. Okay. Oh, well, and yeah, give us a call. Ask us a question. Oh, yeah, we already please. said that. Yeah. Eight two eight three 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 seven one eight one. We love questions. Um, so I already picked my card earlier just because my I got out the deck before and I was really I didn't I didn't give it away, but it was really in line with ah. practical magic because I picked oh, I picked from the Atlantis deck by Diane oh. Cooper. Um nature. 
Ooh. Can you believe it? That I picked nature and your whole thing is about nature? Yeah. It says the Golden Atlanteans honored every aspect of the natural world, understanding that everyone and everything is part of source. Humans, animals, and nature worked together, and there was no fear between the species. Plants reciprocated with a bountiful harvest. Animals gave their produce freely and lovingly, recognizing the divine oh, recognizing the divine uniqueness of all life forms. The people never tried to alter or interfere with the genetic blueprint of life. This card reminds you to recognize and honor your uniqueness and that of everyone else. Consciously contribute to the well-being of the natural world and notice how people, animals, and plants respond to you. Your guidance is to check that your thoughts, words, and deeds are harmless and well-intentioned and then, and then your rewards will be bountiful beyond your expectations. Oh, I love that. That reminded me that while I did that exercise before we started the podcast, I was really connecting with air. I mean, I was connecting with all of the elements, but I really felt air, you know, with the, just the way it felt on my skin in the fall and watching the aspens. Mm-hmm. And then as I was walking home, a butterfly flew by, like right in front of me. Oh, that's yeah. nice. It's funny because we just found out that your progressed moon is in Libra. Did we? Um. E- the e- no, no that's sun, my son that's yeah. what i meant yeah and that's really airy and i think i have felt some more air from you lately well and then my progress rising is aquarius which is right. also an air sign that's right yeah so that's i like that yeah it's so interesting i want to learn more about that i just learned about this i need to go deeper yeah, into it yeah planets yeah so I drew Wisteria, which is my mermaid card in my Magic of Flowers Oracle. And the message from Wisteria is soften the edges. Uh-huh. So I would also say it's connect with the water element. But uh-huh. soften the edges is like, yeah, do you feel like you're being harsh with yourself? Mm. Then be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you are telling yourself you need to get a million things done? Maybe, you know, take a, take a break. Mm-hmm. And just what, and even like softening any kind of harshness that you if if you can not surround yourself with harshness if you can avoid it if you can set a boundary around things that feel harsh to you if you don't need to be in that energy just kind of really be mindful of the energy that is in your space and that you're kind of um the energy that comes from your thoughts and the way you treat yourself and mm-hmm. soften soften and smooth and soothe and rest. I like it. So what it's do you think? It's good for the dark moon too, since we're, we have the dark moon and then the new moon this week. What is the dark moon? So I don't know about the dark moon. Well, so it's just the right before the new moon cycles. Right? Every time. So it's like, yeah, it's like huh. the full moon and then the full moon wanes over Uh the course of a couple of weeks Uh and then right before the new cycle starts the last day is the dark moon like before the new moon so it's just kind of like this i think of it as you know when you're meditating and you're you're watching your breath and then you exhale and then you just have this stillness before you inhale again Mm -hmm. it's like that to me it's like there's just this like clear space for a moment before Mm -hmm. the new cycle begins oh i like that well, what do you think we should talk about in the power hour? Oh, good question. Mm, thank you. Well, we have nature. Nature. Well, you have the elements. We have and the- we have nature. We have the water element. Mm-hmm. We have like stress relief and being kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe we should talk about ways to be, well. Oh, and also, like, the energy report was about feeling less alone. Mm -hmm. So. Maybe. And the veil is thinning. It could Mm -hmm. be something about that. What about if it's talking to dead people? Well, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Like connecting with the other realm. Because I feel like that is connected to softening the edges. And like what you were talking about in the energy report is entering into that realm of light. Plus, you know, we're getting closer to Samhain. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, Although we will probably do one right before Samhain. Oh, well, then we could wait and do that on the one before Mm -hmm. Samhain. If you well, want, or because the, I do think of all of October as kind of moving yeah. into it's like, like I put the picture of my grandparents on my altar oh, already, you know, like nice. yeah, making contact this whole, and into the beginning of November. It's like a whole long yeah. thing. Let's just do it. Let's do okay. talking to dead people. Um, however you want to do that. Ask us questions. We'll be talking about it. It'll be great. Some of my best friends are dead people I talk to. all right thanks for listening everybody have a great week have a great week bye cat break cat break